Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Mark Emery was on the morning show, the Global Morning Show, with Jeff MacArthur this morning, and he said something that I found quite ridiculous. Have a listen. Well, I drive uh, every day, and I've smoked pot every day of my life, and I've never had an accident. Remember, pot doesn't impair you. This idea, one of the many myths I have to clear out in the next 18 months is that pot impairs you. Marijuana makes you more self-aware of your situation, so you'll be a better driver if you smoke pot regularly. You'll also have bags under your eyes that you could carry your grocery groceries home in, Chris. I mean, this guy... His, what is with the, the bottom of, I mean, his eyes are so bagged out, Mark Emery. I just think that's an irresponsible thing to say. I mean, there's a lot of people listening right now that know Mark Emery. He's, he owns Cannabis Culture, and he's a big advocate for marijuana usage that are on his side, and a lot of people that also roll their eyes and say, you know, a uh, bit of a kook. So I understand that you can't go by what he says is gospel, gospel but I think that you are impaired. I mean, you are not on a normal plane of consciousness when you're smoking marijuana marijuana it's sort of like when you're having a drink you know it does something to your body there's a chemical reaction there's things happening so it's it's kind of a it's irresponsible for him to say that um however he's always trying to get in the news so i get it and uh with regards to having him on the morning show he was on to talk about the uh, bill that the feds tabled on thursday the bill that will legalize uh, recreational use of marijuana. One of the things that people aren't talking about is tucked inside this Cannabis Act framework. Global News found out there were changes to the impaired driving laws that would allow police officers to demand breath samples from any driver without first requiring a reasonable suspicion that they're under the influence. We're joined on the line right now by Joseph Newberger, friend of the show. He's a Toronto criminal lawyer and co-host of Legal Briefs Tuesday nights between 7 and 9 right here on AM640. Joe, this is, uh, to me... Uh, it's worrying. Well, I'm angry. I got to tell you, as, as a criminal lawyer, uh, this legalization of marijuana has eroded our rights now as drivers in the province of Ontario and across Canada. Right now, lawyers are saying that this would be an obstruction of constitutional rights. What rights do we have presently? Okay, so right now, let's say you're stopped at a ride spot check or under the Ontario Highway Traffic Act, you can be stopped for an officer to check sobriety. That's fine. But the officer needs to have reasonable suspicion to demand from you a roadside sample. This new legislation is indicating two very important things that they're signaling they want to amend the criminal code. One, if uh, you're stopped lawfully, and I'm not sure what that means, but let's say you're stopped for a sobriety check, the officer can demand without any reasonable suspicion a roadside sample. So you have to give a body sample. You'll have to blow into the roadside device. No grounds for that whatsoever. No constitutional minimum standard, nothing. You have to comply without any basis whatsoever. Thank you, legislation, for legalizing marijuana. Second, there is a defense under the criminal code that still allows you to advance what's called evidence to the contrary, if you consume some alcohol reasonably close to the time that you're going to drive, you live five minutes away from the restaurant, on the way you're stopped, you may be under the legal limit, but you may be charged 
with an impaired related offense, you would have had a defense to establish that at the time of driving, you were legally under the limit. That's going to be eliminated as well. Wow. These are two major changes, major. So you would be charged with, even if you are legally under the limit, you would be charged with uh, drinking and driving? Here's the frightening thing. As I read the legislation as drafted, it says that if you're over the legal limit, within a period of approximately two hours of driving, you could be convicted of over 80. That's the way I read it. I think this is untenable. I think it's constitutionally impermissible. But again, this is what our liberal government is doing in this new legislation. I don't know how it's going to be workable. I find this very concerning. Jody Wilson-Raybould, who is Canada's justice minister, says she's confident that the law will stand up in court. What do you think? Well, here's the problem. We don't have a judiciary that is overly in favor of protecting drivers' rights. We don't. We've seen an erosion of our rights over the last decade. The appointments to both the Court of Appeal and the Supreme Court of Canada have been fairly conservative. We have an outstanding judiciary, but we have seen an erosion of our constitutional rights. I'm not sure if there is a constitutional challenge, it will uh, succeed. But I think at the bare minimum, any police officer demanding a roadside sample should have some minimum standard to comply with, and it seems it's going to be eradicated now. So we are going to have challenges. The courts will be clogged with this. It's not a good move on behalf of the government. And costly, it sounds. It's costly, and I think this is political pandering. They get it that there is going to be a 50-50 split or more about the legalization of marijuana. Politically, I think this is a hot topic. Mm. But to try and make it look like they're tough on drugs and alcohol, they created all these amendments in this new legislation, which is now going to clog the courts with problems we do not need. The system was working just fine. We did not need these amendments. Is this a result of uh, trying to, to please everybody all the time? Yeah, I mean, I think it's not a thinking system. I, I, you know, I've always had concerns about knee-jerk reactional legislation. This has not been well planned out, and this is what we're going to see. We're going to have constitutional challenges. Our courts are going to be, again, jammed with unnecessary litigation. That's what I think is going to happen. Joe, nobody, uh, you know, especially when you think of all, all the senseless uh, deaths and tragedy that have been caused by people drinking and driving, uh, no one is saying that uh, these laws aren't a good idea as far as, you know, making sure that people are deterred from drinking and driving, driving uh, well under the influence. But I often have this uh, debate with a friend of mine who he feels that the ride programs are illegal. Well, Are they? They're not. They're totally legal. The Supreme Court of Canada a long time ago said they were legal. And we do have carnage on the road. Let me say this as, a, as just a citizen. One death caused by an impaired driver is too many. You and I, you know, there's shootings in clubs and nightclubs and going out. You and I can dictate where we go at night. But if you're on the road with your family, you may not be able to protect yourself from, a, from an impaired driver. That being said, if you really want to attack impaired driving, it's a matter of detection and deterrence. Criminal, criminal legislation and prosecution isn't going to do it. We know that's a fallacy. What will do it is do what they did in B.C., do it in other jurisdictions. If somebody is convicted or found really guilty of an over 80, take the car. Then you will see a drop significantly in impaired related offenses. Joe, I appreciate your time, as always, on the show, and we look forward to your show, Legal Briefs, with Lauren Honickman on Tuesday night between 7 and 9 here on AM640. We've got two hours of this tomorrow night, so thank you for that. Cheers. Thanks for setting Take it up. Care. Have a good Appreciate night. it, Joe.